Yo, my hair looks so crazy right now. It needs to be done at least by next weekend. By next weekend? It, it costs $200. What? Oh, my God. What used to be 100 is 200 Jeez, when did the price go up? D- during the pandemic. Mm, man. Turn your head. Let me, let me see. Let me see your curls. Long. Hmm? So you haven't had them taken out yet? I haven't taken them out since October. Since I got it done in October. You would think like it'll be like natty and nasty. No, it actually mm-hmm. doesn't look bad. Because I tie my hair at night. Mm, got it. It looks good still. Yeah, I tried to make it look good. It's going to be looking like this all the way up. President's Day weekend. Getting my hair done. I got to get I gotta get it done because it's a mess. Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Sarah. I'm Shantae. I'm Eliane, and this is Unapologetically She. Everyone, welcome to another episode of Unapologetically She. It's just Sarah and I. We are a duo today. Uh, poor little Ilian is out because you know she has grown women business to do, but she is here in spirit. She is here in spirit, y'all. She will be back the next time. Not next week, but she'll be back the following week because it not just only it's Valentine's Day, but it's a holiday weekend too. Shoot, mm-hmm. President's Day weekend. That's where all the sales come. And, and we celebrate the good presidents. Yes. And just, you know, and no matter how much I love you and Elian, I am not recording on my anniversary. So. I don't hear that. You you go, especially with your all your, your uterine situation, you go get that thing popping. Listen, somebody better take me on a date because I'm too pretty to be stand up. I'm that's just a, saying. That's a goddamn fact. That is a goddamn fact. So what's been going on? I just been working, living, maintaining, trying to rock these little braids out before I get my hair done next week. Cause you know, pay week, gotta get it done. I gotta mm-hmm. buy me some hair next. I mean, this upcoming weekend, hair. I got a coupon. I saw someone. I said, "Oh, I got a hair coupon. Good." <laughs> and we know how you are with your coupons. <laughs> yes, because that yo hair it went up from five dollars to seven. Fuck, mm. shit. Going to the beauty supply store is no joke. I even see white women at the beauty supply store, the, mm-hmm. the ones in the hood. They be going to get their shampoo because they know that shit and, and CVS is expensive. So if you can't find it in Marshalls, which it always runs out, or TJ Maxx, which I saw the Redken there, and I saw a lady pick up the Redken. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's cheaper at, at TJ Maxx than it's like, or, or at the beauty supply store than yep. it's at CVS. And yeah. Well, y'all got Walgreens, we call ours Dwayne Reed, and which is owned by Walgreens and um and Rite Aid. Them shits is expensive in there. Yeah, they be charging people fucking arm and a leg. Yep, that they do. That they do. It's crazy. They they charge way too much money. Yeah. 
I don't even shop there anymore if I don't have to. I don't blame you. So, you go get your medicine from Neocola today. Yep. Pretty much. I get my meds. That's it. So, yeah. Actually, my meds, I'm doing better this week than I was last week. That's good, because last week you was off. I don't know what was going on. I was like, Sarah, is everything all right? Did we do anything wrong to you? Like, no, it's just not you. No, it's like the meds. Like, I mean, I'm still kind of like spacey a little bit just because I'm wait, still, the effects are still kind of like building up to therapeutic levels, but like I'm feeling less anxious and panicky all the time. And like the blood pressure medication is finally doing its job because I haven't been getting like the blood pressure headaches or like the tingling in my arms and stuff. So blood pressure is doing good. The medication's doing good. I'm starting to feel a little more normal. So it's good. No, that's, that's good. Thing. That's good. No, and, I, and, and I, st I still haven't started my period. So I'm still, I'm still fingers crossed that this IUD has done what I wanted it, what I needed it to do. Listen, I think your husband's going to make your period come down because he's going to have sex with you. Well, no, the IUDs are, they, they stop most periods. And oh, most see. women. Oh, see, I didn't, I didn't know that. I, yeah. I need to get mine because there be men that be trying to plot and poke holes in the condom and try mm -mm. to get my ass pregnant. Mm -mm. Shit. So you can have my baby. Mm -mm. No, no, sir. No, sir. No, absolutely not. No. That's right. But um. anyhow, since we're like coming to the ease of Valentine's Day, I'm not going to ask about chocolates and candy. We ask about that shit all the time. Or your favorite love spot. We ask that about all the time. What are your favorite love songs to play on Valentine's Day? Or like a love, if you have a love playlist. Like what kind of playlist would you imagine? My God. Sorry, it's complicated. <laughs> there are so many different ones. Because like, I don't know. Like I don't. I don't really listen to love songs. I like, I find them cheesy. So like, but I'll listen to like songs about broken hearts and breakups and stuff. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like I love like, if I'm gonna listen to stuff like that. But no, like if I had a Valentine's playlist, it wouldn't be love songs. It would be like Prince Get Off. <laughs> like it would be like getting down music on my playlist listen not, getting down music is love songs because not it, love it's, songs sex it, songs they it's, be sex it's songs. sensual it's, it's it's luscious sensual see me yes. it's a it's a combination of both because i listen to r&b r&b music is either men bashing songs or love songs mm -hmm. there's some that's inspirational but it's mostly about love songs like i will listen to the stuff from the 90s and 2000s and we can go further back in my parents time that's when you really have sex people were having sex I'm pretty sure if your mom was around, Sarah, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure the sex revolution, it was it was a real fucking thing because they paid the price in the 80s. Mm -hmm. But I will, I will, I, I was just playing in my slow jams playlist and I was just like, five miles empty. I was like, wow, I love you so much by Monica. Mm -hmm. It was like a rage. It was like early 2000s and before because those are real love songs. It's very rare that the 2010 songs have love songs. They really, because it was really... Love songs have not been made in such a long time. Right. So the fact that like 
you know, I, I, I like I like slow songs. I like ballads that's about love and it's about feelings. So I go to that, set the mood, have wine. Mm-hmm. And anything leads further to that, it leads further to that. So, yeah. Yeah. I just, I like my get down music. That I, just, I, I want my music to make, like, I want to get freaky. So that's what I listen to. But yeah. <laughs> Do your thing, Sarah. <laughs> Speaking of getting freaky, my husband is going to be out of town this weekend. Poor man. He's going to be out of town this weekend. He's doing boxing down in Miami. But he's going to be back Sunday morning. So. Make sure he wears the armor of God when he's down there. For real. For real. But when he gets home, he's going to be getting home before the Super Bowl, before kickoff. So if my guys win on Sunday, be getting freaky. <laughs> you getting what? Be getting freaky. <laughs> Make sure he takes a test before he comes home. Because yeah. Florida is full of germs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, he flies down there every few months, but yeah. But on Sunday, on Sunday, if I am a happy camper, yeah. I'm either gonna be really excited or I'm gonna be absolutely heartbroken. Well, let's just know <laughs> we're gonna pray for your team to win because I don't want to hear about that girl. Mm. Amen. Amen. That 34-year-old woman. Excuse uh-huh. me. I will drink to that. I will drink to that. And when I drink to that, I will be drinking this week's drink of the week, which is again, sports themed. This is the last one, y'all. This is the last sports themed drink. And the last time I'm going to be doing drink of the week for a while, because I've kind of like taken over it for the end of football season. This week's drink of the week is the red and gold whiskey sour. And this is courtesy of the San Francisco 49ers website. So I don't want to be trying to claim it belongs to anyone but them. It's a red and gold whiskey sour. And it's two ounces of, you get your shaker, you get your two ounces of whiskey, one ounce of fresh lemon juice, one ounce of simple syrup, shake it over ice in the shaker and strain it over fresh ice in a rocks glass, and then top it off with one tablespoon of red wine. So you're gonna have your yellow at the bottom and then your layer of red at the top. So you've got your red and gold. Ooh. Yeah. That's not, that actually looks good. That actually sounds good. And I saw the picture of it, it's like, ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, and if you're if you're like me and cannot partake in the actual alcohol, then just get yourself some orange juice and layer some grenadine on the top of it. Simple. Super simple mocktail. So, and, and in all fairness, I mean, 49ers are red and gold, but the Chiefs kind of have the same colors. So even if you're rooting for the Chiefs, you can still have this drink because it's the same colors. Okay? Okay. But we we are rooting for the 49ers. Me, Shantae, and Elion, we are all rooting for the 49ers. And yeah, I'm rooting because my favorite East Coast team is out. And that is the Giants because I am a East Coaster, a New Yorker. So um the simple fact that I am I think I'm gonna go on the West Coast side for a change. <laughs> because and then plus like I don't want people to excuse me, the Midwest is not the East Coast. 
Sorry, no. not sorry. It is not. It is not. That is flyover country, not coastal elite. It's really, yes, really fly. Because I'm the coast. I'm a damn coastal elite. Well, I actually don't have elitist money. But I'm people going to consider me. Mm-hmm. Suck my dick. You know? <laughs> god shantae is not having it you can suck my metaphorical dick <laughs> pretty much <laughs> so what we got next uh sarah <laughs> well we are going to go into our shot and chaser um for those of you just joining us welcome it's about time <laughs> past time um this segment we will both bring up topics usually it's the three of us but eliana can't be here tonight um but we each bring up a topic that the other knows nothing about and we give our reactions afterwards the shot is the subject the chaser is our cold reactions to it so we will start off with miss shantae oh so y'all know i'm the politics girl for real (laughs) i am and um we got to talk about the Nevada, well, let's talk about the South Carolina primaries. Let's talk about how the president, even though it was low turnout, and even with high turnout, he would still be beating people's ass. He, he would beat still, Marianne. He would have still been in the 95% up. Literally, because all those other two are jokes. Like, Crystal Ball lady talking about she want to be president because, you know, this country needs an economic U-turn. Got 2.1, I think 2.7, 2.1. She got 2% of the vote. Followed by the sitting congressman who has no plan, don't know what he's running on, got under 2%. Mm-hmm. And did not have a large turnout and started tweeting like a Republican light, like he is, and talked about the president's age. But I digress. Moving right along to Nevada primary, because it was two primaries that happened since we have not recorded. Nevada, it was not even covered, which I was just like, why the fuck this shit is not even covered? Like this, we should have heard about this shit mm-hmm. last night versus I understand Donald Trump's thing. He's not immune. We all knew that, mm-hmm. but no one covered the Nevada primary. So I have my screenshots of the Democratic one first. I'm going to start off with the president earning 90% of the vote. That's 78,582 votes, which he gained 10 delegates. Mm-hmm. Followed by none of these candidates at 5.7, which is about 5,000. Followed by Marianne Williamson at 2.5. And what's this guy named? Gabriel something at 0.5. I don't think Dean Phillips was on the um, the ballot for Nevada, but He's on the ballot for Michigan. Like, Michigan's going to be fucking with you. Mm-hmm. Because even though you're from the Midwest, but Michigan actually liked Biden despite what's going on with the Arabic community, not backing him due to the um, conflict in the Middle East, which, mm-hmm. you know, there is a bill, which I think has been struck down, I think, from what we know tonight. I'm not quite as sure that provides aid to Palestine. Right. So, you know. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. That's a lot of nuanced conversation I don't get into because I'm not a foreign policy expert. Now on the Republican side, this shit is funny. 
this shit. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I thought someone was going to talk about this shit, but nobody talked about this shit but the internet. Because they didn't want to talk about it. They didn't want anyone to know. <laughs> so the bomb was not on a Nevada ballot. But according to the Nevada, the, the, the polling, 61.9% voted none of these candidates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> by Nimrata Nikki Haley at 31.5, earning only 16,000 votes, followed by Mike Pence, who's not even in the race no more, got 4.2. Then Tim Scott only got 748 votes at 1.4. <laughs> <laughs> So the point that I make, folks, is that Donald Trump owns the Republican Party. President Biden is going to be the nominee. It's going to be a Donald Trump and Joe Biden rematch. And I know there is two-thirds, a.k.a. mostly white people, some smidgen of people of color, don't want this rematch. But when you are a successful president and have passed meaningful legislation, curved us mostly out of the pandemic, God has access, the access to the vaccine is still free and available of charge. You can go to the nearest pharmacy, up into your doctor, even in the fucking hospital. I, you know, infrastructure, the Jobs Act, your wages is going up. Yeah, you know, inflation has gone down. People still not feeling some of the effects yet, but it's going to take time because the first year of the pandemic, there was no fucking plan. And because of that, as a person that studied finance and studied business and got a business degree, like a real one is up on my fucking wall as a bachelor's degree and continuing their master's. When there is a health, public not, health not crisis, from Trump, not from Trump University, a real degree, you. a real degree from an accredited college. So when there is a economic, when there is a public health crisis, there is a economic crisis. I'm going to repeat this again. When there is a public health crisis, there is a economic crisis because it affects not just only mentally and physically, but economically. So that means that people who made money in person, that if you worked in development like I did, you suffered. If mm-hmm. you worked in, you know, any field that deals with people in person in marketing, or like if you're an entertainer, your industry fucking suffered. Mm-hmm. And if you were an administrator, you suffered. You suffered. It's it's just, just it's the whole thing. So this is exactly why people are not feeling the stitch. And also... Everything can't be passed by the executive branch. It got to be Congress got to work together. And Congress have been divided for a decade. It's just showing its ass now because their former leader who owns them, who's going to be the nominee, pretty much is telling them what to do behind closed doors and by the phone and by social media. So for all the folks that are, you know, planning to sit out the vote or an other option. Your only option is Biden or Trump. Pick one. Mm-hmm. You choose your fighter. 
because the fighter I'm choosing is the guy that got me free available vaccine, not the Johnson and Johnson shit to your neighborhood. The motherfucking um, Moderna created by the black woman who is my age, by the way, and um, Pfizer and mm-hmm. is in the process of still canceling student loan debt and could possibly cancel medical debt too, and giving money, SNAP benefits and like money to feed children in around the country, even though some of them southern governors rejected the money. So, there you go. Sarah, you got anything to say? I just... I cannot take somebody as a serious voter if they think that Trump and Biden are not going to be the nominees, that it's not going to be a rematch. Because I was looking at those Nevada results and Nikki Haley lost to literally no one. More people picked nobody than Nikki Haley. Okay, so it's like, get the point, Nikki. It's not going to be you. You're in a race for second place, you know? But... And the thing with Nevada is they had their primary yesterday, but, and Donald Trump wasn't on the ballot for whatever reason. Tomorrow, Nevada's having their caucuses, the GOP caucuses. And Trump will be on the so-called ballot for the caucuses, but not Nikki Haley. So the Republican Party has decided to do this, but which one is going to count when it comes to delegates? Is it going to be the primary votes or is it going to be the caucus? How are they going to how are they going to decide? What the fuck are they doing? What the fuck are these Republicans doing? You know, it's The Republican Party had their chance to excise Trump and Trumpism from their party. They had that opportunity after January 6th and during the impeachment hearing, hearings, during the impeachment trials. They chose to cling on to him. Let's let's go back to 2016 when they had a choice to vote for yes. country over party. Yes. I can see myself voting for her, but y'all ready to cave for this? This, this, this one who fucking um say that she, you know, changed the work requirement for welfare. No, the fuck you didn't, bitch. Mm-hmm. No, the fuck you didn't. It was John Kasich who wrote the bill, but was passed through a majority Republican Congress back in the nineties, and Bill Clinton fucking signed the shit. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what the fuck happened. But like, my whole thing is. They had the chance in 2016, they didn't do it. And we didn't really expect them to after they all fell in line so quickly, you know, but after seeing what that man did to our institutions and to our democracy during his four years in office, when they finally had the chance to completely break free of him, they didn't do it. Some did briefly, McCarthy, McConnell, they briefly but they were all looking at ass crap right right that's what i'm saying they had they briefly stepped away from him but all it took was mccarthy going to mar-a-lago and mcconnell feeling some kind of pressure and feeling some kind of way about that for him to go in there to the senate when they had the chance to convict him 
for the insurrection saying, no, 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 let the courts decide that. That's not for us to decide. So they had the chance to own it. They had the chance to excise, to excise him from the party and they didn't do it. And this is where we are. And no matter what way you look at it, Joe and Trump are going to be our nominees. You pick one. And I don't give a fuck that Joe is 80 years old or 81 or however the fuck old he is. Because one, he's doing his goddamn job. He's doing it well. Number two, should something happen to him, we have the vice president, Kamala Davy Harris, ready to step into his shoes and lead this country. And that is what people don't fucking like. Yep. And you know what's so crazy? Like, oh, he's old. I remember people voted for Ronald Reagan and Ronald Reagan couldn't even barely stream a sentence together. Yeah, he was already showing signs of Alzheimer's. Not Joe. Joe is sharp here. Like, literally sharp. Mm -hmm. And I love my vice president, but we got this whole shit in Hamas, even though she know how to handle it, but we're going to let Joe deal with that. Mm -hmm. Let Joe mm -hmm. deal with that. Joe's going to be around. Kamala's going to be around. They, they're going to be around. They're going to be around. People casting, like, Joe's going to die. Joe going to outlive some of these 50 and 60 year olds. Keep fucking mm -hmm. with him. Keep mm -hmm. fucking with him. And those Chris, Nimrata, Tim, like, you know, death don't got no age. Yep. Like, y'all need to stop that. Oh, he's too. He, he knows his backside from his right side. And Dean, too. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch ass. <laughs> can't stand him. I can't stand him. But uh, So, what you got, uh, Miss Sarah? Because I know gonna, you got something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue on the political theme. Um, while we're talking about the GOP and, <laughs> and how much winning, winning they're doing this week. So much winning. So you already mentioned the Nevada primary. That's a fucking hot mess between the primary and the caucus. Don't even know what the fuck they're going to be doing with who is going to be getting delegates. Cause what the fuck Nevada Republicans really, um, You've got Rana Romney McDaniel is stepping down as chair of the RNC. <laughs> and they are actually floating the MyPillow guy as the new chair of the RNC. I am not shitting you. He volunteered for it and they are actually seriously considering the fucking MyPillow guy to run the RNC. And while this is happening, their financials have come out and they've gone from hundreds of thousands or hundreds of millions of dollars in funds to just tens of millions in funds. Ooh. So they're leaking money all over, no doubt partially because it's paying for Trump's legal fees. So the RNC is running out of money. They're losing their chair. They could be, and the guy that they could be replacing her is bankrupt. So I don't know how that's gonna help. He's a bankrupt Looney Tune. And then on top of that, it came down from the courts, of course, that Trump is not immune from criminal prosecution. The federal today, a federal judge denied Trump's motion for a mistrial in the Eugene Carroll case because he was saying that she deleted information, but they never tried to get the information from her and they never tried to prove that it wasn't recoverable. So the judge said, no, you're not proving anything. There's no mistrial. Um, 
Then we've got the GOP rejecting the bipartisan immigration bill that gives them everything they want, including giving the president the power to shut the borders. They are, it gives him the executive function to do that without needing Congress to okay it. So they're getting everything that they want, but because they don't want Biden to have a win and because Trump wants immigration to be the GOP issue, they're going to turn down what they everything that they want. And of course, Joe Biden has gone dark Brandon and has started throwing that back in their faces to the public. And then on top of that, they fucking can't count votes with this sham impeachment of Secretary Mayorkas. They want, <laughs> they want to impeach him for not doing his job supposedly not doing his job because he's following Biden policy on immigration, but they won't pass the bipartisan bill that gives them everything they want on immigration. So they're complete fucking idiots. They can't count votes. They It lost on the House floor. And on top of that, Bidenomics is so fucking successful that even Fox News and other conservative channels have no choice but to admit that the economy is good. The stock markets are closing at historic rates the last couple of weeks. The inflation is down in the 3%. Job rates, like this is the highest employment rate we've had since the 60s. And what the fuck does the GOP have to run on except for all of this fucking winning oh the 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 grand old party formerly known now the grand insurrectionist party mm -hmm. the grand white domestic terrorist party also known as the republican party are now the party of the bum from queens yes because he is from queens new york unfortunately he is from my city and you know um Rana Romney, that's how she said Romney McDaniel, because that's how she fucking said her fucking name. That's how she fucking said. She's like Romney McDaniel, you know, is gonna be unemployed and a non-factor like Rince Priebus, you know. Mm -hmm. Birds of a feather flock together, and um, yeah, the the, you know, and the house is wasting our money. They're losing that shit because 2023 was the most unproductive year in Congress ever. They didn't mm -hmm. get nothing fucking done except per, um, averting a shutdown, which that was the help of Democrats. Yeah. So and it wasn't it wasn't even permanent. They just keep kicking the can down the road. Yeah, like you you know you guys are showing your ass like and to the American people that voted for these motherfuckers and I'm not and you know yeah New York's map was all fucked up because. The map was fucked up, but there was some dumbass people that voted for these motherfuckers. The ones that voted for Mike, uh, Michael Vincent Lawler. Sound mm -hmm. like him. Um, Marcus. They voted for Marcus. Um, voted for Anthony Despedito's fucking dirty sausage ass. And those two, other two in Long Island. You know. How do you feel? You ain't getting shit from them. 
they ain't giving you shit. Like, they they not giving you shit. Like, one is trying to run as a MAGA and run as a conservative Republican in the state of New York, which the conservative wing of New York, it died down. It used to be liberal Republicans here in New York. Mm-hmm. Now they're just moderate or they're like skim, very skim. You can't, you learn from Lee Zeldin, you can't be an extremist Republican running in the state of New York. You can't. And no office. None. None. Especially Westchester is purple as fuck. Because my sister lives in the Westchester County, even though her uh, congressman is Jamal Bowman. But Mm -hmm. I'm just saying is like, you can't not run as a crazy MAGA Republican in New York. That's why I know Westchester's gonna flip and parts of North Country's gonna flip. I think Stefani need to worry about her seat. But Long Island, the only seat I know that's gonna... Stefani gets apparently on the short list for VP. But either way, she's gonna be in trouble. Mm -hmm. Because it's gonna be the remapping, they just gotta prove it. I think they gotta prove, correct? Yeah. Yeah, they, they just have to they just have to redraw it. Well, I don't think I don't think that she will be done because of the redistricting, because all they did was add more to her district. She's in a very red district. Her but district she doing, is very red. She ain't, she ain't doing nothing for them people though. They're not, but that's the thing. Outside of New York City, when you get into like lower population areas, there's a lot of fucking MAGA people up here, man. Cause I'm all not I- I'm not far from her district. Because all I know on Long Island, the only one that's able to be blue is that man. Yep. But I mean... That, you, know, you know what I'm talking about, that man. Mm-hmm. Yep. But outside... Who's running of, in a, Go ahead. No, go ahead. Who's running in, in Long Island? That man? That same man? Who was told to run for his seat? Now running, realize he got to run for his seat again. Yeah, uh-huh. that man is going yep. to be the only Democrat in Long Island. Yep, yep. And it's like, and even outside outside of New York State, what has he done for anyone? What has he done for anyone who has voted for him? What has he provided them with? Nothing. Nothing. They didn't get better benefits. They all lost their jobs because of the pandemic. You know. Most of more than like the majority of the people who died during the pandemic were Republicans because they bought his bullshit. They didn't get vaccinated. They didn't wear masks. They decided to take hydroxychloroquine instead, horse tranquilizers or horse dewormers. He killed people and they want to put him back in office. All this shit just from the last week. It's about whiteness. Yes, ma'am. 100 fucking percent. Go read a book, people, called Dying of Whiteness. Mm. Read it. So, what's our next segment now that we've got that off our chests? Well, you know, is um, badass you know, bitch ass and badass of the week. The bitch ass is basically who's been a motherfucking bitch ass. And those who didn't know it, go back to hear what we mean. And then it's badass, like, who's been, like, the top-notch diva. So, Sarah, you got your pick. So what is it? And you got to say Elian's too. I do? Okay. So <clears throat> I'm going to do Elian's first because she's not here. And she has a good one. Um, Elian's 
nominee is Saturday Night Live. And the reason she chose Saturday Night Live, I got to open up Slack so I can see why SNL. There we go. Yeah, for having Nikki Haley on. Because she's been nominated a couple of times and her nom and her supporters have been nominated for Bitch Ass of the Week. Um, so now Saturday Night Live is on Elion's list for Bitch Ass for having her on. Yeah. And it was so fake. She was like, yeah, I should have said, and live from Saturday Night Live. First of all, I'm surprised they, I mean, your face looked better because your face been looking, her face been looking hit lately. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. You know, that's what happens when you're evil. But yeah, I don't know why they have her on, and people was defending that, mm, defending that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let me guess who it was. My it was, no it was my nominee for bitch ass of the week. White people. Mm-hmm. White people defending it. Yeah. Yeah, that's my bitch. That's my nomination right there. White people because we are always fucking extra. But this Black History Month. My people, I'm talking to you, you are being extra, extra, and y'all need to fucking stop because <clears throat> we do not need to be comparing internships to slavery. We do not need to be comparing low paying jobs to slavery. And I see this on social media. We do not need to be comparing anything but slavery to Who said that slavery. Shit? Somebody on social media. And I need for us to pull our collective heads out of our asses, stop back talking black people, stop popping into black people's conversations, whether it's in line on per in person stop hopping into their conversations to make it about you well actually no shut the fuck up with your little factoids and your misquote your misquotations of mlk malcolm x or any other prominent black civil rights leader or any other historical figure just shut up and listen And stop fucking voting for your whiteness. Stop it. This is bigger than you. This is bigger than our fucking demographic. This is about fucking democracy. And if we are to have a functioning democracy, it needs to be representative of the people who actually live here. And we are not all white folks. There is enough for everybody. So I need my people to knock it the fuck off. You guys suck. Y'all are bitch asses. And there you have it. My nominee is the mainstream media downplaying the president saying he couldn't win. You know, mm. he it was it was just a low turnout. Yeah, maybe it was a low turnout, but even if it was a high turnout, the motherfucker was still winning. Because mm -hmm. why? Because people in South Carolina, including my aunts, showed up. Two of my aunts showed up and my cousin showed up. And it was like, oh, you have family in South Carolina? I said, that's my maternal side from South Carolina. That's my mom's oldest sister, younger sister, mm -hmm. and my eldest cousin, who was literally the oldest cousin because she's almost 60, you know, like voted for uh, Joe Biden mm -hmm. because they already knew. Even 
white Republicans down south voted for Joe Biden down here. Is it? Well, he's not going to win South Carolina. You never know. We said the same thing about Georgia and Arizona. We like, what the fuck? Like, he won Georgia and Arizona. And Mike could possibly win other states. You, ne- you never know. And what makes me mad is like, oh, well, he's old, you know. Gavin Newsom could, let me tell you something. And I said this, and people going to get mad at me. And I have said this a lot of times. And I got still like a little, you know, a little disagreement with somebody. I don't want governors going straight to the White House. I'm sorry. I feel like if you don't have any foreign policy knowledge or any extensive policy knowledge outside of your state or outside of your region, mm-hmm. you don't need to be my leader. Right. Exactly. She I don't care. Oh, I don't care who's gov. Who if they popular or not? Like, no, mm-hmm. I, I don't want you to be my governor. Like, this country keeps voting stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's more so, and I'm sorry to say, it's majority of your demographic. Not just only white women, but white men, too. It's white but, people. But black people are the low information voters because we don't come out and vote. But when we do come out and vote and vote for democracy, even though democracy has not been kind to us, we get a yes. we get some type of policy, then you got these fucking dumbass, you know, middle of the road. That is, such, that is such a bullshit narrative that black voters are low information voters. That is such a bullshit narrative because black people are the most reliable fucking voters, period. And, and intellectual more, voters. Yes, you guys know more about policy. You know more about politics because it is harm reduction. It's like... You're thinking, y'all think are bigger picture and my people are just thinking about us. I think about intersectionality. I think about what's, what works, for example, Civil Rights Act was passed for majority of black people, but it helped Latinos. Mm-hmm. It helped brown people, brown Asians. It helped the LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. with Title IX. So, you know, kids with disabilities. It's called civil fucking rights for mm-hmm. a reason. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. So it's every policy in this country is intersectional. Supposedly yes, intersectional. Ma'am. Yeah, absolutely. That's what fucking democracy is. So. so our nominees is, of course, SNL for the dumb shit that they did. Sarah's demographic, white women. No, white people. Not white, people. white women. White people. White people. Yeah, white people. So let's say this again. SNL, white people mainstream media bitch asses of the week next up we got badasses so who's elian's and who's yours elian's is jay-z for taking up for beyonce during his accepted speech for his award despite everybody's claim that he pulled the kanye no the fuck he did not because he was using his own time for the for the award that he received to take up for his wife who has 32 grammys the most ever but still no album of the year, which is the most prestigious Grammy. Um, and mine also related to the Grammys. My badass of the week is Tracy Chapman because she has, she is a badass. She owns the rights to all of her own music. So she's making bank on this cover that, uh, was it Luke Combs? Is that his name? Um, of the co- cover that he did a fast car and he, he was, 
showed proper reverence to her. He did not change any of the words to the song whatsoever. Um, and she got up on stage at the Grammys. It was the first time she she had performed live in over in 15 years. And she was perfection. She was perfection. So Tracy Chapman. I'm nominating black voters in South Carolina. That includes my auntie and my cousins, my aunties and my cousins. I didn't get the chance to watch the Grammys and some part of me felt bad, but then it's like, I kind of felt good not to watch it. Even though I did watch the clip of Tracy Chapman. Mm -hmm. She's been making music since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. So, but everybody else is just like, eh, eh. It's like, but why? You know, because I got my comments like, Shanta, you should have watched it. I think it was great. You missed out on a good award show. No, I did not. Did I say, did I miss anything? No, not really. I mean, women, women in general had a really great night awards wise. I was still a majority of white women who won the awards. Like four white women and like, I think one Latina woman and two black women won awards, something like that. So it was, I mean, it was a little more diverse. So in that aspect, it was kind of good because women kind of dominated the night, but not diverse enough. You know what I'm saying? Because there's even black men that don't even win a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I don't know. The highlight of the night for me, I didn't get to see Fantasia doing her Tina Turner tribute. I'm so mad I missed that because I really wanted to see it. But my highlight was Tracy Chapman. That was the best thing for me. Yeah, I mean, I heard there was not that many great performances there that this time around. So I, I didn't heard, really miss it. I heard Fantasia's was really good. Yeah, like I said, besides Fantasia's and Tracy Tracy Chapman, there was no really good performances. Hmm. No. 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 But I know what's going to be good on on halftime. <laughs> he wears the San Francisco stuff. I don't know if I, well, I don't know if he will. I don't know if he will. He might wear, I mean, he might have some of his dancers wearing like both teams or something. I don't know what, they're, what he's going to do. If he comes out wearing San Francisco gear, I will be all up on that. <laughs> Cause I and he's coming out with an album on Friday. I mean, some stuff is okay, but it will never. I'm I'm sorry to say it will never top his uh confessions album. Sorry, yeah. not sorry. Yeah. So you could he could feed his kids off of that shit. I know. Jeez. Okay, so who are who are the three dummies that we have for badass again? We got Sean Carter, aka Jigga Man, Jay Z. Uh, we have Tracy Ch um, Chapman and Black women voters. I mean, black voters, black voters, excuse me. In South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Awesome. As we were talking about this, I'm writing it down for our show notes, just so y'all know. <laughs> yeah, and so, no, I know. It's, it's always good to keep notes. I'm all about the notes. So, we are done with this episode. 46th episode total in the fifth episode of season three. We are done with this episode of Unapologetically She. We won't be here next week. We will be here the week after. Um, Elian will be back. And for those of you who are patrons on our Patreon, stick around. We're gonna be having our after show content. And 
we will see you all then. If you're not signed up, sign up on our Patreon. It's five bucks a month and you get special content. You get early episodes, uh, early access to episodes. You get um, you get unapolog unapologetically saucy, the post-production recording that we do. And when we do have interviews, you get access to full interviews and not just the parts that we air. So become a patron at the T-H-E-E, Joyful She, we're on Patreon, social media, under that handle, everywhere. So until next time, thank you for joining us for another episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Sarah. I'm Shante. I'm Eliane. You can find us on all social media platforms at the T-H-E-E, Joyful She. And it's because of listeners like you that we are able to share our thoughts on current events. Please support us on Patreon at the Joyful She. We'll see you online.